Hello and welcome to The Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, I'm joined by future beef farmer Ed Curtin from County Cork to discuss how he manages his autumn calving herd pre and post calving. Ed, you're very welcome. You have a busy few weeks ahead with calving starting on the farm. Why are you operating an autumn calving system? I suppose Catherine Len, type and fragmentation is the, the key reason why we chose to go autumn calving. We were mostly spring calving there after about 10 or 12 years ago. Uh, we decided after a couple of bed summers and that, and with a few cows that were empty, we slipped them forward into an autumn system. Um, over time, we found over the, the last two or th- the first two or three years, we found that it was actually quite handy to us. So we increased it and we went to 100%, 100% autumn calving now this year. Uh, we were kind of 80 or 90% there up to last year, but we've decided not to just go 100% all the way. Um, fragmentation in terms of that, we have a farm at home. Uh, most of the silage is cut from the home block around the sheds. Um, the heavier ground in this available for grazing isn't that suitable for early spring grazing with cows or heavier cattle. So what we do is we have basically the autumn calving from August to October, um, and we wean the calves, you know, maybe April, have the cows go down to an outside block down the road, which is uh, in the Hin Harrier SPA. So we're quite limited in terms of what fertiliser inputs go out there. So they kind of go out around the first of May there onto heavier ground. They graze that and they come home to calves in August. While the calves either stay at home or they go to the outside block and the outside farm, which is 20, 20 kilometres away, and they can graze quality grass there. We're finding we just get better weight up, weight up Norweanings, better live weight gain off grass, and um, it's making use of... Um, the ground type that we have. Another advantage that we found as well very quickly was that we were able to cut silage that early at home and get two to two and maybe three cuts off of it, right good quality. Uh, that's enhanced the autumn calving system then that we've quality silage close. That's great, Ed. And how have you been managing the cows over the past few weeks in advance of calving? Yeah, sure, I suppose. Look, the dry period really is where the, I suppose, look, the dry period is one part of it, Catherine, but definitely managing body condition for the whole lot of the cow's lactation while she's rearing the calf um, is key to it really. I suppose we've had issues in the past with in the cesarean sections, calving Belgian blues out of limousine cows, so we kind of want to keep the cows nice and trim and fit. So I suppose what we did with them was we put them in here for the last kind of fortnight or three weeks while they were rearing the calves to, I suppose, reduce the volume of milk they'll be having and uh, to lose body condition score a small bit as well. Kept them unheading until the time they went out. They've been kept tight and grassed in down the outside farm as well. I mean, kept kind of full, like the quality um, would be left head a small bit and you'd keep you'd keep um, grass ahead of them that way. Just basically, I suppose, not spoiling them too much, Catherine, because we found that by giving them a good run, like all they're doing is increasing the size of a calf, a cow with bigger body condition as well, leading to all kinds of trouble calving. So it, I suppose our, our, we're keeping out of body condition all the time, really. You're doing the very reverse of that in from when she calves. We basically would chuck her out to chuck the cows out to after grass, after silage, once they calve. And I suppose it's kinda of like the sheep there when, when they lamb, basically let them flush out the grass and get a good drive. So what the cow does there is she's kinda of gaining body condition as well, getting increased energy intake as well from, from um high quality after grass for the autumn. Um, up to the time she's hoes again. And how are you managing replacement heifers on the farm or when do they calve? Yeah, um, we're calving at two years of age. We find it works very well for us. Um, given that I suppose we haven't, we haven't a whole lot of land to be able to carry another bunch of heifers for three years or even housing for them, for that matter as well. We find that the two-year-old calving suits very well. 
Uh, the one thing I would say that anyone that's kind of thinking on board, taking on board to calf heifers two years of age, you have to, from the day the heifer calf hits the ground, that's the day from the very start that you're getting your heifer geared up to calf at two years of age. It's not a thing that you really think of when she's 15 or 16 months that she'll calve at two years of age or even eight or nine months. You need to have her going forward, doing a kilo a day, really, uh, to actually hit the target weight to go along to the stages uh, of that calf's life. Um, I definitely find that like, we're, we're hitting okay, we're getting good mature weights in our heifers as well. They're calving down, it's very good condition. And But the one thing we're doing is we're putting um, easy calving bulls on them as well. Um, a red angus usually there from um, Dove AI. And the fact that they're being managed pre and post calving, how has that impacted calving the heifers? Um, what we find is that you you have a good mature heifer calving. Uh, that gear's dropped in for her second her second calving, her second lactation even. Um, having a mature cow a mature heifer weight coming in gears them up for the second year as well. If we're back behind by forty fifty kilos there, it's very hard to gain that over the first winter when she is rearing a calf. So if she has a good, very good start, calves on in good condition. Um, and hits the ground running after calving with an easy calving. Um, you'll find the heifers will come in, come into heat very handy as well, the first season as well, after they have the first calf. Um, we keep them in a pin in their own, they're in a pin there. Uh, they're getting a bit of ration as well during the winter, probably about a kilo and a half to start with up to breeding. Pull it back to a kilo and thereby maybe February when they're scanning calf. Pull it back. Uh, all the autumn calving cows known, the first calf heifers would get as good a cider as we have there to usually test somewhere between 71 and 74 DMD. So the cider's quality is very important as well, but also having them in a group in their own, not to be mixing them with mature cows as well. Uh, their behaviour is different than a mature cow. Mature cows are inclined to have a kind of a picking order inside the pin as well, so it's important to really give them a bit of special treatment there and from what they have as well. But also managing them as a bunch in their own as well uh, to get them up to target weight all along through their, through their life. Most definitely, Ed. You mentioned there you're using AI on the replacement heifers and you're also using AI for the main herd. What kind of sires have you been selecting for this year's, Kevin? Yeah, um, it's predominantly Dove AI. was what we've done for Dano last year. Um, I found that their bulls are really achieving the, the goods. Uh, the heifers have been inseminated to a bull called Hawkley, Hawkley Red Zeppelin or ZDP as he's called. I've had calves. He's a Red Angus, a Red Angus sire. I've had calves off him not the last year or four years out of um predominantly Castleview Casino heifers that are coming in and probably a couple of Munster bred heifers there as well, Moon Derrick Mill and uh, Bonus and all those as well. Finding the Red Angus is a, a seriously great cross and a, a three-quarter to a seven-eight-bred limousine heifer. Uh, real good quality calves, getting the heifers out at 15, 16 months as well. Uh, I don't do bull beef, but I'd have maybe 400 to 450 kilos up in those weaning bulls as well off of heifers. Um, Calvary at two years of age, if I was to carve a tree, it's another six or seven hundred euros to carry the heifer. I'm finding that I'm getting anywhere between a thousand and eleven hundred for the Angus bull weanings. And the finished heifers at fifteen, sixteen months after those heifers are coming to between fourteen and fifteen hundred. So they are very it's a very nice kind of a, a reward to get when you calve when you put a bit of work into our heifer to calve at two years of age. In terms of the cows then, Catherine, it's predominantly Belgian blue sires that are put in the cows. Um a couple of them there just to name them, BB5214, uh, S1214, OHB, uh, they'll be predominantly the size of use the coming season. Not going too hard in calving difficulty either, it's a max 78% is what's there. Um, look, the breed is good enough in the cows to select sires that are easy calving but have the the, the beef gen, the beef genetics and the merit behind them. Uh, I don't have to go too extreme in the bull to get the 
to get the good quality calf. What preparations are you doing now, Ed, in advance of the calving starting? Yeah, sure, I suppose um, cows will have gotten, um, they get boluses twice a year, Catherine, they get a bolus in October before breeding, they get a bolus again there in April before they lift out. Um, they have um, mineral leaks in, pre-calving leaks in, for maybe two months before calving. And as I say, body can, as I mentioned earlier, the body condition and managing that is, uh, during the summer season uh, is key to having a good successful calving. No, that's not to say we mightn't have issues like, but uh, it's as good as one can manage it anyway. Um, the managing body condition is the is the key there, though. Uh, I suppose in terms of calving, they'll be around. The, they'll be all brought home from the outside place, um, probably from this evening on. Down, um, the first couple of times they're up there from kind of the first of August on, they'll be put in a paddock on their own, um, given maybe a bit of hay in their own feeder as well, with a tight bit of grass. Uh, just again to keep, I suppose, the calves of re- reasonable condition as we can. Um, and plenty of magnesium as well, let in through the mineral as well. Uh, basically to give the cows a bit of pushing power as well. It's basically mobilising the calcium there to give her as good a chance to calve. Um, don't have any cameras there, Catherine. Um, we calve the cows in a paddock beside the shed. Um, put a strip wire up, keep them near the yard. If it's the case, then we'll try and let them calve as naturally as we could. Any cow that needs the pulls in order to jack the calf, put the cow into the into the calving pin and try and work away. Um, yeah, in terms of, I suppose, that would be the one we'd manage it. Yeah. That's great, Ed. And I suppose you mentioned there the importance of quality silage over the winter. How are the calves and cows managed over the winter period? Yeah, simple enough. Um, we've uh, five days less sheds. The cows are in the first five pins, or the first three pins in the front. I have weanlings and the other two pins there. And another shed in for the finishing cattle. Um, there's calves. The, the calves are able to creep, are able to creep in and out to the cows. There's um, slats in the front and slats in the back. So there's a 16 foot, a 16 foot six um, slat in the front, and there's a 12 foot six slat at the back. All the calves are on the, um, the comfort mats, the, the green rubber mats, and the cows are also. So they're basically creeping in and out to the cows as they please during the day. Um, basically, the cows are able to be fed at the locking barriers as well. Uh, the ration minerals as well. Quality silage aglib. They don't have silage. They don't go any time without silage. Calves are able to eat silage as well from the front of the barrier. Calves get about 0.8 of a kilo of ration once from maybe middle of November once they're settled inside. Um, I'd increase that to about a kilo of a calf nut in calf prize come February. Uh, keep them on that till about maybe March. You know, I'd increase it to a kilo and a half in just pre weaning and I'd keep them on that kilo and a half to two kilos then once they got a rest and they continue to get that until they're sold in June and July, or maybe even August. We said heifers in August then. Um, so that's what I managed inside Catherine, yeah. And how do you manage the breeding season and when will that start? Yeah, uh, we start breeding very last days of October, start to November. Um, I suppose a bit of preparation goes in there as well. We've all the codes vaccinated for BVD, Lipto, uh, IBR as well. Uh, mineral bolus will be given as well. Um, I do a pre-breeding scan as well. I get the the vets there to do that, um, just to basically see if there's anything like cysts and cows or any dirty cows or any problems like that, just to give them a good run as we can. I found that beneficial and that any problem cow that appears that it might be waiting on two or three weeks into the breeding season and thinking she's going to come on every day. At least two of those problems going to have eradicated once the time comes on. You can kind of, I suppose, as best you can, breed the cows together and try and calve them together and keep her calving until tight that way. Um, after that, then I suppose I'm trying to pick up the cows and pick up the heifers. I'd use the scratch cards a bit, all right. Find them handy enough, uh, especially the heifers when they'd be very active. 
Um, the cows then as well, I find activity in the shed only happens at night time. Uh, very little of it happens during the day or the morning. No, it happens to suit me as well, given that I'm working on farms with, uh, full-time. So a lot of the breeding, I'd pick it up from 9, 10 o'clock at night, you'd see activity in the shed, you'd see cows bullying and heifers bullying. Uh, I operate, I get a technician to inseminate, and that's done in the mornings, mornings only. So I, any cow that's on at night, I'd put her in the morning, or any cow that may be on during the following day, or in the following morning. So I don't operate AI twice a day or anything like that. I find it seems to work fine in that mode, given the way the setup of the technician is. Um, yeah, we'd breed in for, I suppose, as best we can. 12, maybe 14 weeks. Uh, we bred for 14 weeks this year, I suppose, with a view of tightening the calving interval. Happened to have the last two cows, the calves, well, didn't happen to go back in calf. They kind of had a long repeat after about 60 days. So by default, it seems to be a case now that the, the 24 cows are going to calve. But the help of God will calve between August and all the 10th of October. That's great, Ed. Thanks very much and very best to look with the calving season ahead. No problem at all, Catherine. Thanks very much. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Ed for joining me on the show. We are currently running a survey to find out how the Beef Edge podcast is of use to you. And if you could click on the link in the episode notes to complete the survey, it would help us improve the show. In the meantime, you can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie. Or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef program, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.